Jonathan Shuttlesworth with you in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you feel called into the ministry, we just launched Revival Today Bible Institute. Had our first in incoming class, and we're about to do another intake. It's $2,000 for the entire year. We're going to train them up in what they need to know in the Bible, what they need to know legally, what they need to know in the realm of economics to make impact in the ministry. If that's you, the information is on the screen right now. I'd like to hear from you. Don't pull it off. I'm Jonathan Shuttlesworth, and I'm waiting for your call. Hello and welcome back. Today I'm going to teach you how to receive the power of God. The Christian life is a life of power, not a life of defeat, not a life of being a doormat for the devil, but you are called to carry the power of God everywhere that you go. And you want to stay to the end of this because you will learn exactly how to do that by the end. Make sure that you give this video a thumbs up and type in the comments where you're watching from today. And share this with a couple of people. Go with me in the Bible to Acts chapter 1. The book of Acts, but the first chapter in verse 8. And I want you to listen to this. Very key scripture. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. But you shall receive power, ability, efficiency, and might when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea, and Samaria, and to the outermost parts of the world. Jesus told the disciples, he said, as a Christian, the way people are going to know that you're a Christian is because you will receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. The difference between a Christian and a Muslim, or a Buddhist, or an atheist, or whatever, is Christians carry power. I want you to type this in the comments. I carry God's power. I am God's powerhouse. I house the power of God. The Bible says that the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives and dwells in me. He quickens my mortal body, and everywhere that I go, the spirit of God goes. God's spirit lives inside of me, and he lives inside of you. That's miracle working power. That's raising dead power. It's resurrection power. Romans chapter 1 verse 16, Paul said, I will not be ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God saving anyone that believes. This is what you need to know about receiving the power of God. The same power that was in the event when Jesus took your stripes for healing, when he died for you on the cross, when he wiped away your sins as far as the east is from the west, when he died and descended into the earth, took back the keys of death, hell, and the grave, raised again, and lifted you together with him, and seated you in heavenly places. That same power that was in that event is the same power that is at work within you. You carry the most powerful event that has ever happened in history. The power of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. The power of the Holy Ghost lives in you. Power to reign 
to be seated in heavenly places, to reign as a king in life. When you have revelation of the power that's inside of you, the devil will flee from you. Every circumstance will run away from you. Every giant will fall before you. You will run at a troop. You'll leap over a wall. My pastor says you'll swing out over hell on a cornstalk and you will spit in the devil's eye. There's something about that spirit of faith that makes a tadpole want to slap a whale. That power lives in you. Jesus said, this power has a few signs that follow it. They will cast out devils in my name. They will lay their hands on the sick and they shall recover. They will raise the dead. They'll drink deadly poison and it will not harm them. They will speak in heavenly tongues. There is power in the Holy Ghost. Type this in the comments. I receive the power of the Holy Ghost. When you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you are filled with the very power of God. The Bible says in Luke chapter 4 that Jesus returned in the Holy Ghost and power. When you've got the Holy Ghost, you've got power. The same power that created the heavens and the earth. The Holy Spirit was over the earth when everything was dark and void. And when God spoke, the Holy Ghost created. So that same power that God used to create the universe lives inside of you. You've got to get revelation on that. You've got to receive that. When you know that the Holy Ghost lives in you, then you will realize it is greater the one who lives in you. He is greater than every demonic power on the earth. That's why Jesus said the gates of hell will not prevail. The same power. Type that in the comments and I want you to say it out loud. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives and dwells in me. When you read the word, when you believe the word, when you speak the word, when you pray, when you're baptized in the Holy Ghost, it's resurrection power that is released in your life and you become unstoppable. The Bible says all things are possible to them that believe. The Christian life is not a watered down, weak life where you run around and just try not to get bullied by the devil. No, you are filled with the Holy Ghost and now you are the one that bullies the devil. I want to tell you a cool story. One time there was a great man of God named Lester Summerall. And Lester Summerall, he died just a few years back. He lived in this past century. He was overseas doing missions work. He was planting churches. And he woke up in the middle of the night. It was dark. And when he wakes up, he sees two demonic spirits come through his window. Two demons. They fly through the window. And they start shaking his bed tremendously. And the bed starts shaking so much that it's moved all the way to the middle of the room. And many people would just be like, oh my gosh, there's demons in my room. And they'd freak out or they'd let fear strike them. But the Bible says that God did not give you a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. So he took authority over those devils. He said, hey, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to leave this room now. And they scurried away. They were terrified. They, ah, they ran out. But he realized when they left the room that the bed was still in the middle of the room. And he said, hey, get back in here and put this bed back against the wall. And he said those two demons flew back in through the window and moved the bed back against the wall. And then he said, get out of here. And they got out. You have authority over all the power of the devil. 
Jesus said in Luke chapter 10, verses 18 and 19, he said, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. He didn't say it was a hard battle. He said, I watched the father kick him out like lightning. He hit the ground so hard you would have thought it was lightning. And he said, behold, today I've given you all authority over all the power of the devil. You've received all authority over all the power of the devil. The dominion that God gave to Christ has been given to you to rule and reign in this life like kings because you are seated together with Jesus, joint seated in heavenly places. Everything is under your feet. You operate seated with the king. If you receive it, type, I receive it. Hallelujah. Now I'm going to tell you right now how to receive this power, and I'm going to pray that you receive this power right now. So get ready to pray with me. Go to Acts chapter 2, verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all assembled together in one place. When suddenly there came a sound from heaven, like the rushing of a violent tempest blast, and it filled the whole house in which they were sitting. And there appeared to them tongues resembling fire, which were separated and distributed, and which settled on each one of them. They were all filled, diffused throughout their souls with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak in other different foreign and heavenly languages, tongues, as the Spirit kept giving them clear and loud expression in each tongue in appropriate words. Now there were residing in Jerusalem Jews, devout and God-fearing men from every country under heaven. And when this sound was heard, the multitude came together, and they were astonished and bewildered, because each one heard them speaking in their own particular dialect. And they were beside themselves with amazement, saying, Are not all of these who are talking Galileans? Then how is it that we hear each one of us in our own particular dialect to which we were born? And then it goes through all the dialects. When you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, Matthew chapter 3, verse 11, John the Baptist said, I baptize you in water, but the one who is coming after me, whose shoes I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you in the Holy Ghost and fire. Or another translation says power. The power comes with the Holy Ghost. So when you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost and you begin to speak out in other tongues, that is the access. That is the door to the supernatural, someone once said. And that is how you unlock the power of God. I'm going to pray for you right now to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost and power. If you want to receive this baptism, I want you to type in the comments right now, I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And as I pray for you, it said in Acts chapter 10, that as Peter yet spoke, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak out in other tongues. So even as I'm speaking now, even as I begin to pray for you, you're going to be filled with the Holy Ghost and you will speak out in other tongues and receive the power of God. Wherever you're at right now, I want you to simply lift up your hands and say, Father, I receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire. And I'm going to pray for you right now. And as I pray for you, the Holy Spirit is going to touch you wherever you're at. You will be filled and you're going to begin to speak in a heavenly language. Lift your hands up toward heaven. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, 
I pray that you touch every person under the sound of my voice. Baptize them in the Holy Ghost and fire. Jesus, baptize them now. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. From the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Even as I speak now, God's filling people with the Holy Ghost. Be filled to overflowing. Out of your belly, rivers of living water. Be filled with the Holy Ghost and baptized in fire. I feel it now even, the anointing. Ha, be filled in Jesus' name. You're going to feel a fire in your belly. And it'll just bubble up your prayer language. Receive the power of the Holy Ghost. Don't let the flesh hold you back. The anointing's strong on it right now. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. And speak out in other tongues. Let it just bubble up in you. It'll unlock the power of God. Hallelujah. And those of you that get filled with the Holy Spirit, as you begin to speak out in other tongues, I want you to type in the comments, I've received the baptism. And I want to hear how many of you got touched by the power of God. Amen. This is crucial. You need to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. After receiving Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior, this is the most important part of your Christian journey. You need the power of the Holy Spirit. Leo said, I received. Amen. Be filled with the Holy Ghost and receive your prayer language and press into that. Amen. Praise God. Well, I'm going to pray with you one more time. But I want to give people an opportunity today. As you know, we're feeding 1,500 kids each and every single month in other countries through an organization called Feed the Hungry. We started at 30. And then we moved on to up to 1,500 now. And we're only getting started. One day we'll be feeding 1,500 kids every single day. And you get to play a part in that. We're very thankful for it. We also have 12 other ministries that we partner with financially each and every single month to help them preach the gospel. So I want to give you an opportunity to connect your finances to this ministry right now. The Bible says it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. And Paul told the Philippian church in Philippians chapter 4, he said, not only did you partner with me once, but you partnered with me time and time again to make sure that I could get the gospel out. And he said, because of that, my God will supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. God loves a cheerful giver. He loves when people connect their finances to the move of God. So I want to encourage you today and even challenge you. If you haven't already, and even if you have, Paul told the Philippian church he was encouraged because they gave time and time again. I want to encourage you, connect your finances to this ministry today. Ask the Holy Spirit, Father, what would you have me to give? Thank you, Leo, for your giving on, on Super Thanks or Super Chat. You can ask the Lord, Father, what would you have me give today? And I encourage you, use your faith. Give big. 
connect yourself to what we're doing here. We've got over 1.6 million views on our salvation video. That's 1.6 million people that have had an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and as their Savior. And again, we're only getting started. We're just increasing. We're getting the word out all across the world. And you can help us by connecting your finances to this ministry. The different ways that you can give are on your screen. Dollar sign Revival Way. For Cash App, Venmo is simply at Revival Way. PayPal is at Revival Way. Or you can give on our website, RevivalWay.com. There's also a link in the chat right now that you can click and it'll automatically take you to become a monthly partner with us. Not only do I encourage you to give, but become a regular giver. Some people give $20 a month. Some people give $1,000 a month. Give at your level. I would ask that you would pray and ask the Lord what he would have you to do each and every month. And connect yourself to the vision of what we're doing here. I believe the Lord is going to use us to lead over 200 million people to Jesus Christ as their Lord and as their Savior. And you can help me with that vision. We're preaching the gospel to Generation Z. And this generation will be saved. And you can join us. While you're giving, I'm going to pray that God does financial miracles in your life. I've been getting a lot of testimonies lately of people that have connected their finances to this ministry and how God has done wonders in their financial situation. There was one woman that she sent in, uh, I think it was $40. And then a couple days later, she sent in like $200. And then a couple, a week or two later, she sent in $400 and then $800. And I, I reached out to her. I said, hey, you've been sending in bigger and bigger amounts. What's going on? And she said, every time I send money into this ministry, it multiplies back to me tremendously. She said, I sent in 40 and someone came up to me a couple days later and gave me $400. So I sent in $200. And then a couple days later, someone came up and gave me $2,000. So I sent in $400 and then somebody gave her like $4,000. So she sent in 800 and she just kept sending in money to the ministry. When you connect your finances to what God is doing on the earth, God is very pleased. And the Bible says, men will give generously to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. Men will give generously and liberally back into your bosom. Amen. Let me pray for God to do miracles in your finances today. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, I pray for every person right now under the sound of my voice. Lord, increase them. Every person that gives today, I commission angels of favor and supernatural financial acceleration to go and cause the money to come. Bring in the harvest and Satan take your hands off of their money. In Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you and we give you glory that it is you that gives us the power to produce wealth. We honor you with our finances today. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Billy Graham once said, Give me five minutes with somebody's checkbook and I'll show you how much they love God. Because Jesus said where a man's money is, is where his heart is. So you show God how much you love the advancement of his kingdom by how much of your finances you're willing to connect to the advancement of the kingdom. And I believe that we have a very generous crowd that follows this ministry. And I'm very thankful for it. I'm thankful for Amber. I'm thankful for John. I'm thankful for Mercy. I'm thankful for Acacia. I'm thankful for all of you that give. Leo gave to get today. Thank you, everyone, for giving. I'll tell you one more testimony and then... 
and then I'll let you go. There was a woman a few months back who she needed financial breakthrough. And she sent $4 to our ministry. And at first I saw that she had sent $4 and I was like, wow, well, I'm, I'm very thankful. You know, every dollar makes a difference. So I'm very thankful whenever somebody, nobody has to send money to our ministry. So anytime somebody does, I'm very thankful. It, it makes a difference. Every dollar counts. And the giving is not just for our ministry, but it's for you. God made sowing and reaping as a way to bring financial breakthrough to the giver. Jesus said it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. So when this woman sent in $4, I was like, well, praise the Lord. Father, bless her for her giving today. And she sent me a message a few days later. I noticed that she had sent more money into the ministry. And she sent me a message on Instagram a few days later. She said, Talon, I just wanted to tell you that at first when I sent that $4 into your ministry, I was ashamed because I could only give $4. She said, but it was the last $4 that I had. And I didn't have what I needed to meet my financial needs, to pay my rent, get my groceries. She said, so I took that seed and I planted it into your ministry, even though I was ashamed because it was only $4. And she, she's comparing it to what other people give. But you don't do that. It's in proportion to what you have, not what everyone else has. So she said, I sent in that $4 to the ministry. And when I did, two days later at church, a woman came up to me and she said, I just feel like I'm supposed to give you this $400 and gave her $400 cash at church. I don't even think she knew the woman. But what she had in her hand, the $4 was not big enough to meet the need of her rent and her groceries that she needed that month. So she planted it as a seed. We always say, if it's not big enough to meet your need, then it's your seed. God provides seed to the sower. So she took that $4 and she planted it into the ministry. And God multiplied it into $400. So whatever you have now, there's people that you need financial breakthrough in your life. If what you have now in your hand is not big enough to meet your need, to take care of debt, to pay your bills, whatever your need is, if what you have right now is not big enough to meet that need, it's your seed. Pastor Mark Hankins says it this way, God's sowing system will far outperform your saving system. Many people will try to get, 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 they want to save up all their money to pay their bills or to pay off debt or whatever it is. But God's sowing system will outperform your saving system. Take that seed and put it into the ground and watch God multiply it like he did for that woman. I've seen it time and time again in my own life. What God does for one, he does for another. He's no respecter of persons. So let that encourage you. Whatever you have, plant it and watch God do a miracle in your finances. I bless you. I love you. And I will see you tomorrow morning at 1130 a.m. sharp. Do not miss it. Adios. Jonathan Shuttlesworth with you in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you feel called into the ministry, we just launched Revival Today Bible Institute. Had our first in incoming class, and we're about to do another intake. It's $2,000 for the entire year. We're going to train them up in what they need to know in the Bible, 
what they need to know legally, what they need to know in the realm of economics to make impact in the ministry. If that's you, the information is on the screen right now. I'd like to hear from you. Don't put it off. I'm Jonathan Shuttlesworth, and I'm waiting for your call.